0: dust off the mic everyone we're back episode number six
1: took us long enough
0: we did five episodes and then we're like yeah we earned a five-month break six-month break longer than that hasn't it
1: okay to be fair we've both been really busy we've been
0: really busy with everything life but we're back but we're back and we're excited about it
1: really excited
0: I'm not
1: inclined to... This is We're Psyched. Hi, I'm Elle, and I've never done a podcast.
0: And I'm Jacob, and I've never seen Psych. And now I'm making him watch it. And now I'm making her do a podcast. So let's get started. This time,
1: we are recording our podcast on Season 1, Episode 6, Weekend Warriors, written by Douglas Steinberg, directed by John Fortenberry, and aired on August 11th, 2006. The wiki synopsis is as follows. Sean and Gus attend a civil war reenactment where a fake death turns out to be a little too real. All right, so this, what do you think?
0: This is fun. I love to find out that Lassie is like a nerd. Oh my God, that's awesome. He, He's uh, so funny. He's taking it way too seriously, way too seriously. Oh my God. Like
1: he does everything.
0: Yeah, everything. And it's just like, okay, so he actually has a life.
1: But, kind of. but they're co-workers, aren't they? Didn't they say they're other, like, cops and stuff, most of oh, them? Oh, yeah, he said
0: most most of... Yeah, they mentioned that, like, midway through the episode. They said most of it are ex-cops, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Henry, Henry mentioned that.
1: Does this technically count as LARPing?
0: Yeah, I suppose so. It's because it's that just means live-action role-playing, right? So... Yes. Yeah, so they are LARPing. But it's just... It's like it's like a more it, it was before larping became a term right because Civil war reenactments were a thing for a long time
1: yeah and I think larping is more fantasy
0: yeah like so characters from stuff yeah okay oh well well we can start at the beginning of the episode and do you you like to go chronologically don't you
1: yeah if we um you know get off here and there that's fine that's with me fine. but
0: let's you know me and uh, veering oh yes. <laughs> we're bringing that back everyone <laughs> um okay. So I I love this immediately when I started watching this because I used to launch off model rockets when I was a kid too. So that was, um, that was fun to see. I, I was like, oh, ah, model rockets. Ah, ah, ah! Oh, you I'm a weird. kid again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. And it was just funny because I watched this and my thought was, wait, troop 101 of the Boy Scouts. Is it only Sean and Gus? Is that the only people in the troop?
1: <gasps> oh my gosh. wait. That's so funny because they're in their little uniforms. I thought maybe, okay, maybe is the dad the troop leader? And you know Henry, he's so extra when it comes to making them train for stuff. I was like, maybe he's just putting them through additional training. But yeah, that's a good question. I have no idea why it was just the two of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be just kind of like some low-key thing that uh, Henry set up for them, you know, just so they could do that even though they don't have other friends.
1: I mean, if you have a friendship, though, as strong as Sean and Gus, do you really right. need other you friends? You
0: don't need a whole a whole Boy Scout troop. <laughs> um, so a little bit later, I just was reading the credits as they were going by. You mentioned the episode was written by Douglas Steinberg. He's also consulting producer on the show. So probably one of those reoccurring people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's cool. I didn't yeah. know that.
0: Oh, well, it's just the things I noticed, like, because, you know, it's interesting, though, because generally how it works, as far as I understand with, with TV shows is you start as a writer, and then you become like, as, as the seasons go on, you get promoted every year. So like a reoccurring writer would then become a, a story editor, and then like an executive, and then uh, like a co-producer and then an associate producer and then a producer and then so oh, cool. every year they get a promotion so it's weird to see that going from the start so maybe he was one of the people who st- initially started the show who that's knows? really
1: interesting we'll have to like keep tabs on that yeah, for sure
0: as the show goes on
1: so after the flash back to the past we go immediately into the civil war reenactment where we see sean and gus bringing a picnic blanket and some food and i wanted to talk about this they have a snapple we're going po- to we're going to post
0: this okay
1: but everyone thinks the hidden pineapple in this episode is the snapple they think it's pineapple flavored snapple
0: that doesn't exist
1: it does but what? it didn't exist until 2020 so oh. what they actually have I'm showing Jacob a picture.
0: Oh, okay. Is we'll lemon post that picture.
1: lemon flavored Snapple right? And but that's, everyone yeah. thinks that's what the pineapple is because there is no hidden pineapple in this episode, to my knowledge.
0: Right, and so that's uh, for any new listener. That's what we've been tracking every episode. There's a pineapple um, hidden or directly in sight, but we even I didn't mentioned, see, but there was yeah, nothing in this. I didn't episode. see it, and nothing really. No. This episode's been out for. A long time, years years and years and years, and no one's seen it. No, I watched so
1: carefully. I've seen this show a bajillion times, and then I even cheated. I even looked online to see if anyone found anything.
0: Are there message boards about that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, but no one found anything. Wild. So,
0: huh?
1: I'm a little disappointed.
0: Yeah, they dropped the ball on episode six, kind of like us.
1: (laughs) I think they should all reunite remake weekend warriors and put a pineapple somewhere yeah
0: that would be really funny just remaking it like getting the whole cast and crew back together just to (laughs) redo this episode and fix the mistake
1: or maybe they just hit it too well
0: i can't remember what it was but i've definitely heard of that happening where it's like a show or a movie or something that has hidden clues and according to all the crew it's in there people just haven't found it yet something like that sounds familiar yeah so i definitely wouldn't put it past them
1: Moving on in the episode, Lassie, of course, being himself, is like patronizing all the other people, being like, you're not good enough, there's going to be a crowd. Then he says something that I thought was kind of out of character for Lassie. He turns to one of the other people in the reenactment and says, there's going to be children here. No bayonet guns. We don't want violence. Since when has Lassie been what, against yeah. guns and violence? What He's all hell? about guns That's, and violence. Yeah, he, he pulls would, his gun out whenever he has a chance.
0: He would be like educating his kids on the NRA. Like, yeah, yeah oh exactly. my God. Yeah, that, that is weird. I didn't think anything of it in the moment. Um,
1: I just thought, but, wow.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't care.
1: No, I mean, I guess one could argue that he wants to stay very strict to... yeah. But but actually no, that doesn't make sense because in history there was.
0: There's a bayonet on the gun for a reason. Yeah. You know. Yeah, true. That yeah, that is weird. I wonder if it was just a little bit of inconsistency with a writer not familiar with the character or. I don't
1: know. But that doesn't make
0: sense either. Maybe I'm thinking
1: too hard about it.
0: Yeah, maybe Maybe I'm being being too critical. (laughs) critical. Yeah.
1: But I thought that was weird.
0: Because that's never happened before us being too critical. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No. Yeah, so then, so we're back in the um, police station after um, they discover that, um, what's his name? Nelson Poe was murdered. Um, and so something I noticed, which is really funny, it's a little bit of acting by uh, Kirsten Nelson. Uh, Kirsten or Kirsten? Kirsten, Ki- Kirsten, R, Kirsten Nelson, um, Chief Vic, how she... Um, I guess mad at Lassie for having the mustache and the goatee still on um, the, the fake ones, obviously. And so he rips them off. And he, she sticks out her hand and he rips them off and then he puts them in her hand. And then she acts disgusted that he did that. I'm like, wait, but why did you put your hand out?
1: You know, when moms are like spit the gum out and they put their hand out and the kid puts it in their hand and then they're like, oh, wait, that's kind of gross. Maybe right. I should have just had him spit it out in the trash can. Yeah, Maybe it's that true. moment.
0: Yeah. Or it's like. It was a, it was a raising your hand up like, come on, what the hell?
1: Yeah, you know, or like I don't you're being know.
0: ridiculous. Hey, who knows? It just, just struck me as odd. I was just looking at it. Maybe again, maybe too critically.
1: Speaking of Chief Fick, she is very, very pregnant. Very pregnant. Which foreshadowing the future. Obviously, baby's got to come out eventually.
0: Yeah, so she's gonna have to take a, take a leave of absence. Well, you'll for, see. Okay.
1: But it's, well. I'm not going to spoil anything, okay. but it's very, very interesting and funny how they do it. Okay.
0: Oh, something else about that scene. It struck me as odd, uh, especially given semi-recent events. Um, there's the, the fight, the firearms guy who is like, well, we had a, we had a live, uh, live round practice last weekend. Uh, maybe one of the ra- most muskets got one stuck in it. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. That's what happened with,
1: Oh, I know exactly what you're talking that's, about. Yeah, that's what happened the with SNL Alec, guy. Alec
0: Baldwin. Yeah. And on the Rust, it's the the dumbass crew guys were using, I mean, they weren't supposed to be doing it, but they were using real ammo in the prop guns um just for fun. Um, and then uh, they just didn't didn't check them enough. I mean, it's it's obviously it's the fault of a shitty um firearms safety specialist. Um and so I wondered yeah, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't have live rounds ever be in these reenactment guns.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's just waiting well, for it something didn't bad up, to happen. Yeah,
0: it didn't end up being that anyway, but...
1: Yeah, but... So it wasn't... Would have been was, too
0: easy. Yeah, it would have been too easy.
1: Moving on in the episode. So the police station thinks it was a mistake, Nelson's death. Sean and Gus, of course, go to murder. And like always, they're right. Um... So they're trying to figure out who the shooter is. Why? What's the motive? Was he even shot by someone in the reenactment? Like they're just bouncing ideas and they they come to the conclusion that, oh, he must have been shot by this guy who's a dentist now, whose wife was cheating on him with Nelson.
0: Right. And there was a bunch of love letters that he found.
1: Yes. Yes. And then him being like, I'm going to kill you in the letters Mm -hmm. to Nelson, which gave him motive, I guess.
0: Yeah. And then so and then that was Lassie's line when Lassie said, why? We don't have much evidence. We only have motive, means and opportunity.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Him being sarcastic. And I love it. But then Sean, being clever as usual, finds out that the dentist guy, we need to look up his name he's blind basically he needs those glasses which were not allowed on the battlefield for the reenactment so he couldn't have shot nelson because we figure out that nelson was shot at a very closer range than they thought and yeah. the guy is far sighted.
0: whoa okay this is a running joke of me being a dumb listener but i didn't connect the dots until now that they were the, the thing about the range of the weapon and him being far were oh, two connected really? things. Okay. Okay.
1: Wow, guys. This is yeah. great that we're doing this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Okay. Um, George Cheslow, dentist, was played by John Ross Bowie. Um, actor, writer, and music department. Oh. Three different kinds of credits. Wow. Sounds talented. Let's see what he's been in. A lot of things I've never heard of. That's oh, well, but he great has a job. Lo- great job oh, he at crediting in, this guy. He was in uh, the new Jumanji movie. Oh, Jumanji. Okay, and he was in... Oh, he was Barry on the Big Bang Theory. That's why he looks familiar. Because I've...
1: I've never seen Big Bang Well, me neither, but
0: I've always seen the pictures and stuff of it. Never laughed at it, though. Um, He was in Veep. Um, let's see. A lot of stuff. Look him up if you like him. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Did you ever oh, watch that? Oh, that's a
1: very popular show. Yeah.
0: Good right. for him. Yeah, good for him.
1: So they, re- uh, Sean and Gus, return to the psych office, and I. This scene so cool to me. Sean dumps out all these little mini toy figurines oh, I love to that. recreate the battlefield. A little
0: music montage while he was setting it up, and, and it looking.
1: shows the extent of Sean's incredible ability.
0: Yeah, that was cool. And then Gus is like, "You you saw that for two minutes," and he, and then Sean's like, two whole minutes, Gus." And like, Gus is like, "You, you wouldn't got it be problems. able to see that." Yeah, that was, that was great.
1: I think it was like a little bit of jealousy in Gus when he was Absolutely. like, you got problems. Yeah. Because who wouldn't want to do that? That's so cool. He remembered this is... I mean, we're only six episodes into the show, but it is his abilities have never been demonstrated to this extent before. It was always like remembering a little yeah. thing or remembering someone Some, saying something. One
0: specific small detail, which is impressive. Or like,
1: two. Right. But not recreating everything perfectly yeah
0: yeah So i thought that was cool. cool is that humanly possible it's probably not right
1: photographic memory
0: right i think it, i think
1: it'd be possible I suppose rare
0: so. yeah really especially rare. if well i mean he he has definitely has some sort of thing where he hyper focuses on things if that whether that's genetic or was taught by his dad so that combined with the photographic memory would probably be enough for him to really hyper-focus on the layout of the thing. And then, okay. It's like one of those things where you don't know if it's actually possible or not, but it's believable.
1: Yeah, exactly. In the show, at
0: least, yeah. I like. And
1: that's all they need is believable.
0: Yeah. And that's one thing I noticed about this show. It's like nothing ever steps too far out in terms of feasibility. You're never like, if you're watching, I don't know, a science fiction show or a fantasy show, you're like, well, That doesn't make sense even in the fantasy world, you know? Stargate. Yeah, I was talking about Stargate. (laughs) But anyway, any other show, you know, like this one always, it feels grounded. And Mm -hmm. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. All right. I don't mean to say this again, but moving on. Moving on. Uh, We get a little bit of Henry Spencer in the plot. He is at Mahoney's. Is it insurance?
0: Well, what's interesting, I wrote this down. Um, I wrote, watch guy is... The uniform guy. Yeah, that's Meaning, his job. He right. works
1: there. He right. owns it.
0: Okay, but yeah, but it's a watch shop, and the the uniform shop isn't. Comes from it's, him. It comes from him, but it's not part of the shop. It's just a watch shop. Mm-hmm. He just is so into it that he has all the uniforms done by Sally. Yeah, he's a big history buff. Right. Okay. It's not like he. It's not like he just has one of those weird businesses where it's like I do this and also this completely unrelated thing. <laughs>
1: No, he's not a Daiso.
0: <laughs> no, not Daiso.
1: If you don't um, know what Daiso is, look it up. It is an amazing store. And Jacob and I live about two minutes I'm away about from two one. Two minutes
0: away. Yeah.
1: Anyway, we digress. So Henry is there to get a golden pocket watch, which, okay, if yeah. I am going to digress. Matches I've always was... wanted a golden pocket watch. Oh, really? One not on specifically chain? golden, but a pocket watch. They're so right. cool. Yeah. On a chain, so you can pop it open.
0: Yep.
1: Um. Anyway. I did the math, and the engraving he wants on it is going to read, Dear Sean, don't lose this watch, Henry Spencer. So, Not love dad? <laughs> no, there's no love in that family between men. Oh. So that's 38 characters if you don't count commas or periods. So, But if you do count right. those, it's 41 characters. Okay. And Mahoney says it's $4 a character. Mm-hmm. So that's either $152 or $164. But Mahoney charges Spencer two hundred and ten. Uh so either Mahoney can't do math (laughs) maths. (laughs) maths. Or he is just trying to get some extra money, which would fit with his character because he is the bad guy. He's the crook.
0: Would you count spaces also?
1: Okay, if you counted spaces. I don't
0: see why you would, but
1: it still wouldn't really add up.
0: Right, because that would only be what? Uh, 12 extra dollars, 13 or 12, 16 extra dollars.
1: Yeah. So, so maybe So he's still
0: overcharging him or
1: maybe it was a mistake.
0: Yeah. And maybe
1: it was there to foreshadow that he's kind of a crook and a liar oh. and a bad guy.
0: Well, because they did have the back and forth about it. He was like, wait, 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 that's too much. You know?
1: Well, uh, that's because Henry was like, I had my cop discount. <laughs> yeah. And then he took away everything. And then at yeah. the end, I think all he wrote on the watch was don't lose Henry. <laughs>
0: don't lose Henry (laughs) which I I thought I didn't write it that down but I I thought that was funny like did he include the comma or the dash to be like don't lose dash Henry instead of don't lose Henry so the watch is named Henry (laughs) I think it does yeah it's yeah no obviously he'd know what he means Mm -hmm. I was expecting Sean to make a joke about it though like it says don't lose Henry not you know I was expecting it to come back but it didn't come back
1: Well, speaking of the watch, though, Sean does. or Actually, he doesn't. He pretends to do what Henry predicted, which was lose the watch immediately Mm -hmm. when he specifically wrote don't lose. And this is interesting because they have a little bit of an argument on the battlefield when uh, Sean is using his dad's metal detector to try to quote unquote, find the watch, even though he has it all long. He's actually looking for the bullet that killed Nelson. Yeah. And his dad says, you know, it took you four months for you to smile at me, Sean. So time starts at four months. Right. And I just did a little bit of Googling. So according to Google, Uh babies have random smiles called reflex smiles that stop around two months. And two months is also around the same time where a baby has their first real smile. Okay. So that means Sean was two months late.
0: Two months late. Well, that checks out.
1: Yep. <laughs> he's Are... late to everything.
0: So he never reflex smiled maybe. towards Henry no. just because he's so scary looking. Oh, um, he's
1: a teddy bear. He is,
0: but he never shows affection to Henry. So maybe that had something to do with it. And classic dad not showing emotion um, passes on to the kid. Yeah, because in the in the watch shop, where um, I wrote that down about that scene, because. Henry, um, he said, uh, what did he say? He like, well, how about I just say kissy, kissy? Yeah, he's
1: making <laughs> like he was, fun.
0: Like he was so intimidated by the idea of saying, I love my son.
1: Yeah, you even know? Mahoney, wow. the bad guy, right. was like, maybe you would like to sign it, love dad. dad.
0: And he's like, oh, kissy, kissy. <laughs> That's pretty gay.
1: <laughs> and incest.
0: Yeah. Well, incest that
1: too. and gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so... Sean finds the bullet with the metal detector.
0: Is that that's after the scene where he falls like Nelson, right? When he was out on the bridge with
1: yes. um, Sally mm-hmm. and realizes, yeah. oh, whoever shot him was in the tree.
0: Right. I just I thought I thought his fall when he tripped off the edge of the bridge looked super funny looking, didn't it? It didn't look
1: natural. Yeah, I agree. Was like... he?
0: Did he purposefully try to fall? Do you think he did, and he just tried no. to make it look like a fall for? because he was
1: making out with sally
0: right he wouldn't want to stop that he
1: i think he we were supposed to believe he actually tripped, but it didn't look bad right he rolled way too long
0: (sighs) i was just thinking like his like his foot was like wavering on the edge for too long and then he was like whoa damn it
1: (laughs) yeah if you felt your foot teetering you would go oh okay yeah Yeah. i agree i thought it was awkward anyway
0: so back to when he finds the bullet
1: so he calls Lassie and Julie, 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 Juliet, Julie, to the scene, Julie and Julia and Julie. Oh, that's such a good movie. I need to see it. Wait, you went off topic again. Another uh, dollar. Yep. Um, but actually Juliet hasn't had a lot of screen time and she actually doesn't get a lot of screen time in this whole
0: episode. Yeah. Not a lot of why. lines in the scenes that she has either.
1: Yeah. I don't know why it bothered me a little bit, but I mean, the episode as a whole was good. Hmm. So anyway, Juliet and Lassie arrive at the scene. Sean divines the bullet in the grass hitting. I see
0: number two lead. Wait, <laughs> no graphite next to the pencil that he put there. Okay, that's so that that irked me a little bit. I was wondering, like, okay, why didn't Lassie and Julia
1: Ha ha ha! Uh,
0: ask, what the fuck is a pencil doing there? Like, should. Surely they would have been like you put that there didn't you?
1: Yeah, you and know? like did he have his fingerprints on the
0: pencil? Yeah, I mean he didn't t- he didn't touch the bullet which was no. smart of him. He's not that stupid. No. He's pretty dumb but not <laughs> not that. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I mean I guess I guess they were so like oh, we have the bullet like let's just focus on that.
1: Yeah, I think they were very much done talking to him. I mean <laughs> yeah. And I actually, I have a theory. Okay. So Juliet comes up. She gets a phone call and she's like, we have to leave ASAP. We got um, code 439. And Lassie's like, all right, that's urgent. He doesn't say that's urgent, but they're like, we got to go. Right, We got to go. I looked it up. Uh, Penal code 439 in California refers to misdemeanor insurance fraud, which doesn't seem that important or exciting yeah. But I think maybe That's... Lassie just made it seem urgent so he could stop talking Sean, to Sean. Sean
0: wouldn't know what that means. No, no, he doesn't. Yeah. See, Gus would. Right. Sean wouldn't. So I feel like... And Gus wasn't there.
1: Oh, no, he yes, was there. he was.
0: He was just, yeah, kind of far away. Maybe he didn't hear.
1: So I think he was just like, yep, I'm done talking to Sean now. Let's Did they, go.
0: Was that relevant? Or because, I mean, obviously... No, we never audience, heard of it again. Yeah, the, obvious, uh, the audience isn't meant to know what that is.
1: Well, actually, maybe it was also alluding to the plot because... Sally wrote the insurance for the establishment.
0: But they weren't on to establishment. They weren't on to her. No, yet. it was a yeah. separate
1: thing. So maybe it was just like foreshadowing.
0: It could ending. be. If, if you were, if you're in the know.
1: If you know like what for penal any, code for any penal code is. enthusiasts
0: watching the show, are like, I know this one. I know what that I is. I solved the case.
1: I did it. But yeah, I thought that was funny. They were like, yep, let's go. Yeah. But it's actually good that he went because Sean really focused with Gus. And he's like, okay. so if Nelson was lying on the ground, looked up, whoever shot him was in the tree. And then Gus is like, look for a notch in the tree and you'll see where the target is. And they see that the target actually wasn't Nelson at all. It was Sally.
0: Right. Because the notch was pointed to the medical tent. Yeah. Yeah. Which, see, I really like this, how this episode was laid out, where they returned to the same location what three times saw something different each time which moved the story in a different way i thought that was really cool i really yeah. liked that it's too. a good style of of the storytelling
1: i really liked how gus gets his moment in the sun because mm-hmm. sean wouldn't have looked in the tree for a notch i don't think unless he found it by accident gus was the one that was like look at the tree for a notch yeah and sean goes what yeah and gus is like a notch you know to level a gun with.
0: Yeah. And that wasn't the only moment in the episode where Gus showed a little firearm knowledge. Exactly. Like when he he impressed the Mahoney, War. the bad yeah. guy. So that was cool.
1: Notice the tree sap on the gun that Mahoney used to kill Nelson. Oh,
0: yeah. He said battlefield gets messy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's genius. It is. Yeah. I like how their little knowledge plays off each other like that.
1: Yeah. Like, although yeah. Sean has this great ability, Gus is really freaking smart.
0: Mm-hmm he would never sean would never admit it
1: no no No, he wouldn't never ever in a million years but he needs him so they come up with a plan for one of them to dress up as sally the um medical tent nurse and they run into juliet who's like you guys are civilians i'll do it and right before they go back into the battle reenactment they fist bump yeah so there's the fist bump of the episode i
0: caught that one too yeah, that's, that's funny. So we we got a fist bump, but no pineapple or no, no anything Gus nickname, else. nothing else. So I don't know what the hell the person was smoking <laughs> when they wrote that IMDb article that I read, but maybe those things aren't in every episode. Maybe they're just frequently used and that's why they're kind of tallied or bits of trivia or something. It might, yeah, it must not be every episode, just must be frequently. Yeah.
1: I really did think though that a pineapple was in every episode I'm a little disappointed
0: I think that was just a mistake because yeah you said it it really is in yeah everyone this is
1: the only episode that I remember watching and I've seen this show so many times where I was like I don't know where the pineapple is
0: so we got to track down the the writer and the editor of this episode yes and see if they've got like LinkedIn or something
1: if anyone knows, God, please sure, tell us. I'm
0: sure we're not the first people to wonder this, of course. But It's like,
1: not the Snapple drink. It's
0: not the Snapple drink, yeah. Yeah, well, okay. So now, uh, during the battle, Sean and Gus hear a boom, but they realize it doesn't come from the battlefield. It comes from, it's from the south. Um, And uh, so then they go back to the, uh, the store. the store. Mahoney's store. And they... Uh, and they find him robbing his own vault.
1: For the insurance yeah. money. and uh, Which he did not want to share. Right. Which is why Sally was the intended target. Because she, she wrote the insurance policy.
0: Yeah, so both of them would have been entitled to mm-hmm. the, uh, the money. Um, and then so he's ambushed. By all of the Civil War people <laughs> holding all their Civil I War guns, I that,
1: that they all just like they all left and probably yeah. left Lassie out there yeah, by exactly. himself. Lassie
0: wouldn't have gone, for, you know. um But you know, something I was like, I just saw that and I'm like, oh yeah, get him! And then I and I thought about it. I'm like, wait, they're all shooting blanks because <laughs> shooting...
1: <laughs> wait, I didn't even think of that. I was yeah. like, wow, such a cool badass moment. But you're right. Yeah,
0: they didn't actually have any ammo because they would have been just from the. The demonstration, unless they went and loaded up all of the actual musket rounds, which <laughs> Wait, is an insane safety that. risk. yeah.
1: Or maybe it was not so much like, oh, we have loaded guns as much as like we have numbers. What's yes, Mahoney going right. to do, shoot all of us? Of yeah. He'll definitely yeah. get caught, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> that's so funny. I didn't even think of that. But um, in that scene, I actually paused it while we were watching the episode. I'm going to give you the timestamp right now. At 39 minutes, zero seconds... Look at Gus's facial expression. He's got his hands up in the air because Mahoney's pointing a gun at him. But his face is the most sassy, like, ooh, we caught you, oh. red-handed face. Oh, like, God. He lo- his body's like, I'm surrendering to your gun. But his face, obviously, you can't see it in right. the podcast. But it's just like...
0: I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, It's the I most sassy it.
1: Gus face Did you take a picture? Ever. We can go back oh, and like screen on, grab it. Yeah. But... I just, I had to stop there because his face is just, it's so good. That's he he has no lines in
0: that scene. We were watching the episode and you said, hey, well, hey, pause it, pause it, pause it. And then I'm like, okay. And then you go "Go back, go back, stop. And then, and I'm like, what are you looking for? <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Don't tell me. Tell me I on I didn't podcast. find the pineapple. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were, I thought you'd seen it. Maybe it was like inscribed on someone's gun and you were just like, oh, it's there, <laughs> it's there. But no.
1: I wish. No, yeah. his face. It's just, uh, gosh. It was so good. It's so funny. He has so much expression with his eyes. He
0: his express, And he also, like, it's something interesting. He moves his head a lot when he talks. And it's also very expressive. Mm -hmm. And he's very, very animated with, you know, how fast he talks. And, you know, how, like, his inflection. Like, he's just very expressive. And it totally fits the the character. Because it's a little quirky. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's funny because it's like the way Gus talks with Sean is so different with how he talks to people like at his work. Yeah, we got to see like a tiny little snippet, right. one, one scene, where we have the very famous. All the psychos love this when Sean comes in, and the I think she's like a receptionist. She's like, oh, Mister Guster, there's a lieutenant Crunch here for you. Oh God, I love and he that. walks in. He's like, Actually,
0: I've been promoted to captain. Captain Crunch. <laughs> That's so great.
1: And it's just, it's the delivery is so good by James Roday Rodriguez. You
0: might have heard of me. You may have, in fact, snacked on me.
1: <laughs> and Gus is just the look on his face where he knows that he's going to get dragged into something.
0: <laughs> that That's where I was expecting the, I can't do this right now. Me too. Line. We yeah.
1: actually re, did we go back?
0: Yeah, we re- rewound because you thought you saw it. But I was like, that would have been a perfect place for it because it's like, yeah, like you said, he's getting dragged into some bullshit. He's yeah. probably going to spend a lot of Gus's money. Like- <laughs> yep. Um, and he almost,
1: almost said no to Sean until Sean was like, they made a costume for you, buddy. You could be like Denzel Washington.
0: Yeah, the And glory. Gus has that great face. Oh, God, that was so funny. You know, that reminded me of this video that I saw. I might have sent it to you ages ago. Where these people, these two black guys dressed up as slaves and oh went god. to a civil war era reenactment or maybe it was just kind of like a renaissance fair kind of thing but set in the civil war era
1: oh my god so they they weren't hired or anything they just no did it.
0: and then so they were walking up to people and then of course so this is set in the south like uh, the deep south of america Oh Jesus! So, so you can not south america south of america yes and I, so I got you that. can <laughs> you can imagine the people um they were like what are you guys doing here you guys are wrecking the mood. You got, you, you you need to read up on your history. You need, to,
1: <laughs> in the words of Gus, were black people not invented yet? Yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll um, see that later oh in like the musical.
0: Oh okay, um, but yeah, it's just like the great irony of of course they didn't want to think about that part of the history. Yeah, of course you know,
1: of course they want to think about the freedom, freedom in freedom America and the war
0: fighting for us, but also we were the traitors.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, that's great!
0: Yeah, they, they should have done that, but of course they you can't do that on a network TV. That's a no. bit too no. yeah. Oh well. And also,
1: I don't think that's something Gus would do.
0: No, and then and then that and was. And Sean's
1: not black, that, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> that's something Sean would do if he were black.
1: Oh yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And
0: because that's the kind of joking he likes. But um, but yeah, it was good for Gus's character, where um, where he was like, oh yeah, I've I've always wanted that glory. So he's gonna he's gonna play the part.
1: He didn't look bad in that uniform. No, it was the hat quite, was a little was funny. quite
0: dapper, but the, yeah, the hat was funny. Yeah. Oh, speaking of um, odd wardrobe, I marked down that Sean's blue polo shirt that he was wearing was quite odd. You know, I have some of those polos where it's like you got two or three buttons at the beginning? down there. No, in, in like the second time they were at the battlefield.
1: Oh, his costume.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so it wasn't no, it, was, it wasn't a costume. It's just Sean's shirt.
1: Oh but yeah, he was, was wearing that in the beginning—the blue like,
0: polo. Oh okay, it had like six buttons, and it went down about halfway down his shirt. And I'm like, "That you don't see many of those. That's quite odd." Yeah, wait. Do you're I right. have? Yeah, I have a polo shirt that has no buttons. I have polo shirts that have like two buttons. But
1: I've it seen had like, like six. three at the most. Yeah,
0: and it went like halfway down, like always all the way down to his sternum. And I'm like, "That." I wasn't... guess I
1: didn't really notice it. Yeah, I mean it doesn't because look it weird. Looked okay. Weird. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just odd. And I'm like, well, you can definitely tell that this show is mid 2000s because there are some odd costumes <laughs> going on. Yeah. At least none of them had like the super baggy jeans and um, the faded like, oh, gosh, tank yeah. tops, like like all those like the cool high schoolers like in those movies back then.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Old 2000. Old. Did I just say old? old. 2000s. We, we, we were felt, both born in 2000 for context. We were born in 2000.
0: We felt old today. Should we talk about that?
1: Okay, yeah, we, let's do we it. We
0: went and got ice cream today. We both had kid sizes, which were two I mean, they were stuffed in that little cup. So they were it was like a full little like cup, but it was still the kid size cup, and we were like, that's perfect. I wouldn't want any more. But remember when you were a kid? Yeah, we would you would give us sugar, we would
1: eat and eat and eat until we yeah, would throw up. We
0: could demolish like one large Oh yeah, right I now. could I yeah. could
1: demolish a loving it from cold stone.
0: Oh, yeah, can't even get through the m- medium size exactly. like Cold Stone now. Exactly. We went
1: we went and couldn't get through it. Yeah, yeah. we are
0: elders now.
1: Oh, okay. Don't say that. <laughs> I know I get called ma'am at work sometimes. Mm-hmm.
0: I get served quite a lot.
1: And that just, it kills me a little inside every single time. <laughs> well,
0: don't you remember when you were quite young? You would look up, because all, all grownups looked the same at that point. And you know, you would...
1: No. A 20-year-old someone looks a lot different than a 40-year-old someone.
0: See, I didn't think so. When I was really young, like below 10, I would, you know, go... So my dad's a professor. I would come with him to university sometimes. And then to me, the college students um, would look completely like adults. Like they would be completely like... they are legally adults. Yes, legally. But they looked to me the same as like a lot of parents I saw. And like, well yeah, but now being that age that I was talking about, like it's just totally is different. You know, you don't feel like you thought you would when you're that age. Kids Yeah, but I never called
1: like a college student ma'am when I was little. Right. I don't think I called anyone ma'am.
0: No. It's kind of an Is it you would do miss, right?
1: Miss. I've been called yeah. Miss a lot. But ma'am is something I don't hear That's, like, that more often. formal. It's, it's, okay, I'm gonna be honest, it's usually, like, old white men who call me ma'am.
0: Well, they it's call not you children. honey, too, right?
1: Oh, yeah, it's, that's oh, gross. That's, yeah. And in, in the way they say it, it's gross. Yeah. Anyway.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: We were talking about costumes, and in the little screen time Julia gets, she has to wear this poor, <laughs> oh. just, just, uncomfortable looking corset and hoop skirt for for sally the nurse's
0: outfit over her bulletproof vest so it was probably tight on sally when she was wearing it but julius had julius new name every time juliet had to put it over her bulletproof gear
1: oh poor juliet and it didn't even work their plan didn't work because they thought that by dressing up as sally whoever wanted to come kill her would be brought to the battlefield and try to kill her but no
0: i mean i would have thought it would work because you know they missed the mark they killed the wrong guy they should be back to do it exactly. again because they know yeah they know sally would be there
1: exactly but that yeah, wasn't what but they it didn't end
0: up happening yeah yeah
1: well it ended up working out well in the end yeah and i liked how um chief Fick at the end when she's like book em, o'hara and then she like looks at her hoop skirt and she's like, don't hurt anyone. <laughs> like she's like going to, I mean, she was huge. That skirt took yeah. up. I know. I it's would like bump into ball tables.
0: like
1: <laughs> one Do you know what a hoop skirt is?
0: That's they, they have the, they're like hula hoops, right? In then. Hula it, hoops. But they don't, they're, they're in the, in like the cone, right? Shape. Yeah. To yeah. keep its form.
1: It's like, yeah, it's like under the actual yeah. skirt. It's not like you only wear the hoop skirt, you wear stuff over it,
0: right. it's just but to make it keeps the shape. it
1: like fluffy yeah. looking and round and you know, but mm-hmm. it's the it's uncomfortable
0: right and heavy, I would assume
1: oh, yeah. and then that on top of a corset
0: I mentioned this yesterday for a completely other I can't remember even what the context was, but in Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one it's the latest fashion from London. Well, the women in London have must have learned not to breathe. <laughs>
1: I feel it's like so that's very true. yeah okay like in history there's so many things among not just western culture where like no women everywhere. want to be small because of like society standards and men it's like corsets are like foot binding in you know chinese culture you know all those things it's like to be dainty to be small to be attractive those right. attractive but small go hand in hand right so because
0: that's what being feminine means yeah, 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 we could talk like, about this for a long time. But... Yeah, but it's it's so weird. It's like it's not. It it's putting women down in a way, in a lot of ways, just to make put them quote unquote in their place.
1: And like we can talk medically, it's not good to wear a corset a lot. And stuff. no, of course it's, not. Yeah, it's not just oh, it's uncomfortable. It's not good for you. Mm-hmm. And then we obviously know that like foot binding's not.
0: Good for you. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things, it's, it's even less than that. Like wearing, you know, it's, it's just, there's a lot of things that are even now commonplace, like wearing tight fitting, like underwear is bad because you, you need the circulation and you need the airflow under your clothes or else there's some like health issues that can, this is actually for men, but it's just, it's just interesting that we've accepted things that are not good.
1: Yeah, I think we should stick to that instead of go deeper into underwear. So, <laughs> I said that wrong. Going deeper into go, the topic of underwear. We all love going
0: deeper into underwear, okay, don't we? Okay, calm down.
1: Calm down. Let's keep this. <laughs> um Civil. Speaking of civil, the Civil, civil rights reenactment. Civil c- War reenactment. The Civil
0: Rights reenactment? No, the, so the Civil the, War reenactment. The riots and the sit-ins of the oh, restaurants. and
1: You know what I meant. Yes. Um. So the episode ends with them booking Mahoney and... Is Sally her name or is Sally the name of the nurse she's playing? No,
0: the nurse was Jane. Sally is the character.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah, they book Sally and they book Mahoney. And it actually... The episode ends with the flashback. They go back and Sean and Gus are walking through the field where Henry made them chase after the rocket. And they're talking about just life. And then Sean thinks... That his dad, this is kind of, it was kind of a sad little ending. Sean thinks that his dad likes Gus better than him. Oh. And Gus is like, well, he likes me. He's rough on you because you're his son. He yeah, loves duh. you. Yeah. But Sean's like, he's never said it.
0: It's going to be a different relationship. But yeah, it is because Sean, uh, Henry never says that.
1: Which, that's so sad. Your dad sad. told you.
0: He tells you all the time that he loves you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just so foreign watching Henry because it's like, well, I get that you have to. You're you're a cop, and you have to keep your masculinity up. But then, like, you're not. You doesn't. You're avoiding the emotional vulnerability of raising your son.
1: Little things add up.
0: Absolutely, you never know what would become a core memory for your kid, and apparently that did because you know it was relevant. He remembered it.
1: And it's part of the reason why like Sean and Henry's relationship isn't that good currently yeah. in this season. Yeah, that's this. on
0: both of them, but. Henry, you know, when he was raising Sean, you know, could have yeah, done like who do you put like.
1: responsibility on, the responsibility on—the kid or the adult? Obviously, well, the adult. It's
0: obviously at the adult, but then, yeah, that does create the bad relationship. And then, Sean didn't want to make it better, did he?
1: No. Well, there was the whole divorce with his mom. Remember? That's
0: always hard on kids. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: right. we'll we'll learn a lot more about that later on. Of you'll see. Yeah. But what I like that the show doesn't do—they could have easily made us dislike Henry Spencer's character. I am so yeah, happy yeah. they didn't do that, right. because Henry is an amazing character. I love him. <laughs> You'll see, he's just a huge, huge presence in the show. I love. And if I they like made that. him not likable, it would have been totally different.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think they made the perfect call with how they did it. Yeah, it's a great character development between the relationship between the two of them. But also, you don't need to make characters like complete like head to toe assholes, mm-hmm. but yeah. for you to, for, to have conflict. Like there's a lot of shows that just do that because they, I don't know if it's a, if it's a trope of we have to immature, have an immature writing, you know, it's like, we have to create drama by making everyone hate each other. You know, you don't have to do that. It can be a lot more nuanced than that. And I really like that.
1: Yeah. And um, cause that's what real life is. Oh yeah, know. absolutely.
0: There's, you know, and, and it's a psychological thing about you're more likely to um, view other people as malicious rather than oh there's some shades of grey to them you know you, so you you really gotta get to know people to really to start to empathize with the shades of grey you know
1: yeah. and um, the story with Sean and Henry's relationship especially Henry and his ex-wife's relationship you'll see I know you haven't seen it yet but what we find out and what happens it's just wow it just opens I'm oh, not opens just uncovers more and more layers to their characters which I just I just love so much the show so good at doing that yeah
0: that's great yeah that's awesome I love that um this so we went back to the flashback um this the field scene it reminded me of something I meant to I meant to add about uh, when we were talking about the first field scene so it, it ends with um Gus finding the parachute of the rocket which was the goal of the exercise but No, actually finding the rocket was the goal, but he didn't find the rocket. Henry found the rocket Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and uh, Sean realizes using his primitive um, recognition skills then that that Henry took a shortcut. And then the camera shows, obviously this is, this is a podcast, so I can't show you what I'm talking about, like in a picture, but they were set up, you know, a hundred yards or whatever from the forest with a fence and mm-hmm. then Henry darted around it. The road. But how the goddamn fuck is that a shortcut? Because they went straight into the forest. And then you saw a couple shots in there when they were looking for the rocket. And then Gus found it in the forest. But Henry went around to the right side. but then well, apparently Gus was found a sh- the parachute. Right, but that would have been attached to the rocket. See, that's how those things work. And I knew that because... I used to launch those. Oh, it was what what happens is the rocket and the nose cone are attached by a rubber band inside, and then the parachute's attached to that. So what happens is when the motor is done burning, it sends a g- puff of gas up the tube of the rocket and pops them in half, and then the parachute can come out. But it's all still attached to each other via the via the rubber band. That, so that means, so
1: unless Henry Spencer has lightning speed,
0: right? He could have also. This might add to the dickishness of him. He could have rigged it not to be attached. So the rocket would have sailed way over. And then Gus would have only found the parachute and he would have no chance to find the rocket. Because the
1: rocket would have gone over to where Henry took the shortcut. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I never... See, I know nothing about rockets. I played with like Legos and stuff. (laughs) Like Um, a normal kid. Well, rockets are cool. Yeah. I liked those like... We actually got your nephew one of those like National Geographic Yeah, it
0: was a science kit.
1: Yeah, I did Uh those, I did Legos, but yeah, yeah, never rocket, so that's really cool. I did you do
0: the are you talking about like the foot stomp on the airbag and then that would launch the rocket? Oh I did those. Yeah, those yeah. yeah, Gotta love those.
1: Those are fun. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but I that see that never like occurred to me. For me, it was just like, oh, part of the plot, part of the story. That's like good to know. So maybe Mm It was a mistake again? Or it was just like trying to show that Henry kind of...
0: hes Yeah, he's, he's either a, superhuman or he's emotionally manipulating the kids to... Yeah. Um, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I mean, it's... The rocket wasn't banged up, which it would have been if it fell to the ground. I a did parachute. notice
1: that. It did look yeah. very good. So
0: it would have... Yeah. Again, we can psychoanaly- psychoanalyze uh-huh. it to be a uh, production error or... Uh, met, or if it's a like a detail we're meant to get.
1: Also, was, one more thing before we end this episode. So the flashback at the end, I'm assuming is at the same time as the flashback at the beginning because they're still wearing those Boy yeah. Scout things. But they have the
0: ball. But so like where's is
1: Henry? Did he go back to the car and leave them in the field?
0: Yeah, right. Like, where did he go? Huh. They're all alone. Yeah, why would they have done that? Why would he have done that?
1: I mean, I feel like from a director's point of view, they wanted to just focus on the conversation that they were having. Yeah,
0: he couldn't have had that conversation in front of Henry.
1: Yeah, but also, like, did Henry go back to the car? Yeah, weird. Is he just, like, still standing where they shot the rocket? I don't know. I thought it was a little weird. Right. And then they, like, charged into that giant...
0: (laughs) The sewer thing? The sewer thing. That's fun. It it was
1: cute. But, like, yeah, I was like, where's Henry?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that was an intentional parallel between that and the Civil War charge? Oh, uh-huh,
1: 100%. That's why yeah. they ended it that oh, way, okay. probably. Oh, okay. That
0: was clever then. Yeah. I just Again, just putting that together now.
1: Well, that's why we do this. Yeah, see,
0: I, that's why I like doing this podcast, and I'm glad we're doing it again and hopefully more regularly. <clears throat> Sorry, everyone. Um, what in the hell was that sound? <laughs> that's me trying to clear my throat oh, dramatically. Oh, it sounded
1: like you were possessed mm. by a demon. Oh, my um,
0: God. <laughs> It's going to sound really creepy. We
1: already did the seance we in a are- different
0: episode. So the ghost of Jeffrey Dahmer actually possessed me for all this time and is waiting to uh, to show up until I did the podcast Oh my event. God, stop. Anyway, um, I like doing this podcast because um, it gives me a chance to flesh out these thoughts and in a scenario where it's very analytical and we're going back beat by beat. And it, it, it does allow me as a listener who doesn't always catch things listener, watcher who doesn't always catch things, um, or put them together to be able to do that. And I really, really like that. It's, it makes the show so much more enjoyable Mm -hmm. to be like, Oh yeah, you get most of it when you're watching it. But you know, I'm also focusing on like everything in the episode, but now we're going back to the, the, the important bits of it. And it's just, it's so good. And I'm so excited to, to delve into the rest of the show.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, we have a long way to go.
0: A long way to go. Eight seasons. Plus movies. Eight seasons
1: plus a musical, which is technically part of season seven. And then there's three movies after the show ends.
0: Nice. Sounds like another show I know.
1: Wow. <laughs> okay, just say it. Just say Stargate. it. Stargate. There it is. All right, everyone. So that was Weekend Warriors. Next time we'll be covering season one, episode eight, Sean versus the Red Phantom.
0: Sean versus the Red Phantom. Yeah. Of the opera. <laughs> This is this no, is awesome. No,
1: not that one. Oh, okay, but the
0: Phantom of Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: We need to stop talking about Jeffrey Dahmer because you know that whole Netflix thing was released that show called Dahmer. Oh yeah, and it was just like, it's like a huge thing now. I it's mean,
0: mainstream, it, wouldn't you it say? Is,
1: it is mainstream. So I think we should stop referencing it, would, or trying would be, to. Summon. Would be best
0: not to not to risk it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Everyone. Um, we have an important announcement before we go. Um, we now have an Instagram page. Uh, it's psyched.pod on Instagram, and we're going to be just posting announcements and, um, pictures and stuff, fun stuff, little catches. Um, we'll have like a reel. um, what do you call it? I'm not familiar. So we'll
1: have a highlight reel yeah. where we'll post little screen grabs that we have during the episode. For example, I took a little screen grab of the Snapple so everyone can see that it is not pineapple flavored. It is in fact lemon.
0: Perfect. That's a perfect, yeah, that's gonna be perfect. So we can actually, it'll be an extra way for you to kind of engage with the podcast where if we're talking about something which references anything visual, we'll be able to include you all in that.
1: Thanks again for listening. That was season one, episode six, Weekend Warriors. Be sure to follow our new Instagram account to stay engaged with our podcast even more.
0: See you next time for episode seven.
1: So thanks again for listening. That was season one, episodes... Wait, was that episode six? Six. Be sure to follow our new Instagram, psyched.pod on... Ins... Wow, I can't talk. <laughs> thanks again for listening. That was season one, episode six, Weekend Warriors. Be for... Well, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Prefer. Wait, one more time, one more time. Yeah. Be sure to... I can't do it without <laughs> laughing.
0: So I, can, I think i can do it no
1: you can put that at the end okay. yeah love me just do. my brain just giving up on me what let me, give me one Be, more
0: before the, the follow up on the, thing, the glass, give before. me one more give me one more okay, okay. <laughs> we're so out of
1: practice with this oh my god okay i'm like looking at you because
0: okay. do i need to hide behind her little don't look thing? don't look okay